when your restaurants, when you was up, when you was doing, when you had 10 different locations, like the amount of revenue that you were doing, what was that? Oh, the number? Um, I think the highest number we did was like 16. Million? Yeah, 16 million. In a, in a, in a year? In a year? Like combined with all the restaurants. Let me hold some. Nah, yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, but I mean, I was, that, that's right, that's right, for sure. Right? And then for you, sure. Like, you make anywhere from shit. Some of them make 0%, right? But some yeah. of them, a healthy one will make 20%. Okay. Right? And the average rate was probably like 8%. Okay. Right? But here's the thing, though, right? Like, you got to understand, like, leverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and what I mean by that, like, you take out loans to grow these stores. Yeah. Exactly. And if, I would rather like have a small business with like no loans, yeah, and make that income versus having this large business and it's over this your big head. note over my head. Yeah, it's that overhead. Yo, what's going on? This is Gary Bracket, episode sixteen. What was in the making? But you can check it out. Yo. Welcome back another episode of Moguls in the Making, episode 16. And we tell y'all every week that we got a special guest for y'all. But this week, super duper special, man. Y'all gonna see why in a second. A lot of people from that, man. Y'all gonna be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, man. Let me let me go ahead and grab that popcorn, man. See, see what they got, you know, uh, you know, cracking this week, man. But for sure. 16 already. I'm your I'm your host, Omari Heflin. I'm your lovely and most handsome host. Tyrone Johnson, <laughs> Tyrone Johnson, man. You know I gotta throw that that little thing in there. Yeah, man. But um, you do, man. Man, we 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 appreciate y'all. You know, for another week coming out, checking us out. Um, but you know, we gotta we gotta jump into what's going down in the business right now. Oh, talk to him. Yo, man. So me and T um was talking like over this past week, um, week to two weeks. You know, because COVID happened. We've been doing our thing with with business. A lot of people uh, transition to using Zoom and mm. stuff like that. And uh, we've been talking about just getting a, uh, a getting the office space back to have that atmosphere, to have that camaraderie, to have that team. You know what I'm saying? To feel your business. You know what I'm saying? I kind of miss that. I know T miss it too. So we've been speaking about that. And I know this is not like super big, but this is something for those of y'all who are wholesaling, who are like kind of gaining traction. Uh, T, you have said this too. And um. I didn't like think about it like that until you said it, right? Mm-hmm. When it was like, like pretty much everybody that got a big operation, all of our guys that we kind of, you know, consult with, look up to, that's doing more than us, they all got an office. Yeah. They you got know what that I'm saying? A- every single one of them, they're not doing it, you know what I mean, virtually. This person over here, this person over here, this person mm-hmm. over here, you know what I'm saying? They got a whole culture and we, we, we uh, have a culture within our team. But it's still missing that, you know, camaraderie when, when you're actually in the same spot, you go into work, you're leaving at the same time. And it's, uh, you know, you build momentum that way. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely, that's one thing. I know that's kind of small, but that's big for, for, for those of y'all. I don't want that to go over your head, man. If y'all are wholesaling, you are gaining traction. You got three, four people on your team. Think about really actually getting that office. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you don't and you're doing it virtual, you're making money, but really kind of having an office together. It just make everything even more professional, in my, in my opinion. You right. know what I'm saying? I mean, if you build, you got to think about if you're building something, right? It's hard to do it from afar, you know? Because um, like Omari was saying, like, I, I I was out of town. I lived in Cali for mostly the whole time that we've been working together. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That we've been partners in. I never got that feel from, you know, being in the office and all of that stuff. And then we ran into COVID and stuff like that. But if you think about it. Think about a one of these NCAA teams right now. Like you think they would be able to build that type of team from five different places? You know what I'm saying? One Ain't of them happen. in the Philippines, one of them in Seattle, one of them in LA, one of them in Indiana. Now you can, don't get me wrong, with today's technology, but every single, like he said, every single team that we know, and this is from small to big. I'm not talking about if you're trying to have 20 employees and stuff like that. Like we're not even to that point right now. People got three to four or five employees in the office. And I mean, they in there with the with the swag, building it out, really being a team and just really practicing every day like a regular team, a basketball team, a football team. You know, what I'm saying like when you practice every day, you build that camaraderie. Um, you see you see it come, you know, coming to fruition. But um, yeah. But yeah, that's definitely something that we 100 percent, you know, um, are getting back into. Also, 
Um, just to tap y'all in, we also have uh, had a couple closings, got back in some more cash. Um, yes, sir. That, that, that really helped us out. We got a closing coming up this week. A um, couple of them. A raised, couple. raised some private money to you, and you ain't gonna you ain't gonna mention that. Oh uh, yeah, we also raised some private money. And Shout you ain't out to you on slide over that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Caesar, man. Uh, my wife's my wife's father. He's actually investing with our company as well right now, and um, you know he's been seeing us really do our thing for like the past shit. ever since. He's seen me get started like literally like licking letters and stuff. Like, he was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> the hell is he doing?" And like I, when I first moved out there, you know, we was staying with them for the first couple of months because I'm trying to get used to it and we trying to find a place and all that type of stuff so when i was there i was doing a lot of like uh like a lot of like uh like like youtube university but i'm yeah. talking about at nighttime with like with coffee and like a, a notepad and i'm writing down everything and learning and after i did my first deal they're like oh dang that's cool and then once i started talking about quitting my job so they're like hold up now <laughs> <laughs> but then they end up seeing it you know come come to fruition right in front of them but but yeah man so we definitely raised some more private money looking to raise more if you want to get your money off of uh, Wall Street and put it on Main Street, come holler at us. Come holler at us. But uh, without, without further, further ado. ado. <laughs> without further ado. See, I'm going to let you, because I always do it. You, you can hit it, but see, I'm going to let you go ahead and do it. <laughs> without further ado. Man, man, man. He's so many different right things, there. but a lot of y'all know him as, you know what I'm saying, the linebacker for the Indianapolis Colts, Super Bowl champ, uh-huh. uh, author. Uh-huh. Coach, uh, I mean, it's, it's it's so many to throw out there, man. But we got restaurant owner, restaurant owner. Huh? I mean, do we got to keep going? You want to keep going? <laughs> <laughs> we got we got Mr. Gary Brackett in Gary the Brackett building, in the man. Building, we got man. him in the building today. Let's get we it, appreciate you for hey, coming out, no kicking doubt, it with no us. And we about to get into it because, man, you you an interesting dude, man. You've been through a lot. It. I read your story, kind of just been. Just uh, you know, touching up on certain things. I've obviously always seen you from afar. Yeah, uh, being from Indianapolis, and you know, um, this this is a city. This is a dope city to me. And 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 like when people like you come here, stay here, um, end up putting your print on a city like this, man, it really means a lot to us. You know, being from here, having somebody like you, having somebody similar to us, you know, that grew up similar to us and stuff like that, man. So. But yeah, I, I, I want to take it back, though, because, I mean, I okay, know probably okay. I, I kind of want to see the similarities, you know what I mean? Because I went up there a couple times and stuff like that, Gary, man. But but you you from New Jersey. That's right. Hey. So you from you from out east, man. Yep. East Coast, man. I rock with people all from Philly, New Jersey, New yeah, York. Me too. Man. And one thing I, I noticed when I actually went out there is just y'all temperament, right? Like, what I mean by that is that y'all don't really get offended easily, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, you got to have tough skin. Yeah, yeah, but it, it just seemed like one. It, it, that's the nature of the people, but people just don't get offended by what you say. They're not trying to hold nothing back. They're not trying to walk. Uh, I mean, you you know what I'm saying? They ain't like, nah, look, bro. What's what's the plan? What are we doing? I went to the uh, uh, Philly cheesecake. He was like, hey, bro, what you want? Right. Yeah. I, I you think... don't know what you want? Slide to the side. Hey, next, what you want? <laughs> but he wasn't even trying to be rude though. Yeah, yeah. You know that's what I'm how saying? they are. I think I think you're. You're okay to be authentic, in yeah. The journey, right, I, and I think it's not, you know, you have to filter yourself and what you say, because I think our challenge is now people don't hear what you say; they just hear how you said it. Mm -hmm. Oh, especially right now, right? So now they're just <laughs> to the tone, and it's like, no, did you hear the message though? That's the biggest. That's Gary. That's one. Of, that's been one of my biggest problems growing up. Is I always had to work on that. Every mm -hmm. time I rap with some, if I if somebody told me that was from up there. Man, we clicked. It was no issue. Right, you know what I'm saying? It was right. always smooth selling. They knew what I meant. I knew what they meant. And it wasn't me having to try to explain what I'm trying to say. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. That was dope. But but still, man, take me back to that time, New Jersey. How was it? How was it? You know what I'm saying? Nah, Jersey was cool, man. So I um <clears throat> born and raised in Camden, New Jersey. Mm, I, I, know, I know what that means. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Okay, <laughs> so we, we murder capital of the world. Trent oh, Trench, mm -hmm. baby. Yeah. So um <laughs> so I left there when I was like five or six. Okay. Um my parents, right? It was a lot of drama uh on our block. Um, a lot of, you know, gunshots, you know, a, a lot of things like that. So we moved to like a sub suburban town called Glassboro. Okay. So it was like uh, 20 minutes outside of Camden, 20 yep. minutes outside of Philadelphia, um, small little college town. And that's where we kind of grew up at. Uh, we grew up in an area, uh, you know, known for sports. And so I grew up with three older brothers, one younger sister. So, 
you know, I, I was always at the field, right? I played right. Uh, baseball, basketball, football. Actually, my best sport was baseball. Was yeah, believe it or not, yeah. What? yeah. So, um, so just grew up in sports, right? Uh, just solid student, right? Wasn't trying to get low A's. Enough, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But it was just like, yo, I just played ball because I loved it. Mm-hmm. And right. I think you know, uh, growing up, I didn't really know what it was to have a lot, right? So I thought I was cool, right? right. <laughs> yeah. Mom and dad was together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But so it, it t- was cool. Take me, take me back to that, and just kind of like your thought process on it, because like I'm an athlete too. Um, right. Grew up playing and all that stuff, but like I feel like that was like our means of staying out of the bullshit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because like we like where Definitely we grew up at, we grew up like right next to each other. Um, but where we grew up at, like honestly, I wasn't out there like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I was outside, but everybody yeah. knew that we hoop. Like me and my brothers and stuff. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they was like, man, man, these niggas always at practice. You know what I'm saying? Like we used to always like right. soon as we get home from school, we was getting shipped out to practice somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And it was very little time to be on bullshit you yeah. know what i'm saying i feel like my mom almost did that on purpose like she was like nah y'all gonna get up and go uh, you know what i'm saying I, I think the streets got a a couple code ethics is one is like yo you leave the athletes alone right that right 100 you know what i'm saying so yeah. like if you're an athlete you doing something so it's just like you know all the trouble guys are like yo he, he ain't on that right so right. it's just like you know some some places like yo you from there you can't go on yep. this side of town that side of town but when you're an athlete, he's like, oh, man, he ain't on that. You're good, exactly. yeah. And they try to protect you, too. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, that's yeah. the bag, man. Hold up. Yeah, exactly. Chill out. Be- because yeah. when, when I, see when I growing up, like, they was in the stands. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, yeah, they, yeah. Was, they was going to see, like, some action. So I think, um, yeah, like you said, playing sports definitely kept me focused on doing something. And then I think playing multiple sports, where, where we kind of got away from that now. Like, uh-huh. There's too much specialization going on. Yeah. I'm in specific sports. But it just gave me the ability to learn different um lessons life lessons yeah. from different sports and and apply them to football and up and into life absolutely now tell me that time like because i know now right now man you do so much i mean right. you into so many businesses and stuff like that yeah like growing up like was it something that you had already kind of had a knack for just being like a, a leader or so, you know or something of that sort and just when was it that that point in your life where you was like oh wait i might actually be able to actually go pro though you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. or, or was athletics just your own? Cause like, I'll tell you the truth. When I was growing up, it was only basketball. Yeah. Like, that was it. You know what I'm saying? My, my, my family was in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Growing up and stuff like that. My pops was in prison. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. My mom always held it down at the crib. But for us, you know, it was more like, okay, we, we learned the lesson from what they did. And now they trying to keep us out of that. So we in, we in sports. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that was the only thing that I really focused on. I didn't think about no businesses. I ain't had nobody in front of me showing me no businesses. I literally thought I was going to the league since I was like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like nah, yeah. eight right. years old. Yeah. That, that's that's everywhere. So uh, one, I think as far as businesses, like I've always been like a serial entrepreneur. Okay. I've always been like a hustler, go get it. So I was For a sure. kid. Out there, like praying that it's no four or five inches, right? right. Like, I don't know. I want to grab my shovel. Yeah, I'll be back. You know what I'm saying? Tonight, like, I actually was on that type of stuff. Though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like cutting grass. Like, cut yeah, 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 yeah. like we, we was uh, uh I, we had uh, it came out here for a little bit. Uh, Reader's word of ice. So we had like summertime. I'll be in the front yard. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, so I, by any means necessary. Yeah, most definitely. You know what I mean? But growing up, yeah, like I thought, like yo, I'm gonna make it to the league, right? That was it. But then you know. Like when I was in high school, I didn't get a, a scholarship offer to, to college. But you went. Oh, you went, uh, So you, I, I'm you with the Rutgers. I'm with the Rutgers up there, Tri County. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was all Tri County. So this is what happened. My high school then coach sent out my senior year playoff tape to get me recruited. Mm. So teams were coming in like, like, yo, I saw you from this other kid we watching tape. Mm. I didn't know you was down here. Like now, kids getting recruited in eighth grade. Like, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a whole mixtape. But yeah. two hundred thousand followers. So, <laughs> but really, crazy. right? So for me, arrogant at that age, I'm getting all these letters in the mail. I had this big old shoebox with letters. Yeah, I ain't send one back. Oh. So I'm just thinking, right? Look, like I'm nice. Like, yeah. Like yeah. They, somebody gonna come knock on my door and be like, "Yo, I thought that's how it happened." Yeah. Like, I yeah. ain't know how you got a yeah. scholarship. I ain't gonna lie, I didn't either. I I don't think I ever wrote back a letter. Like, and I had the same thing: boxes and boxes full of letters. But, but I think, like they they went like it's mutual interest, bro. It like, is. It like, is. Do you like us too? Exactly. It's like like when was a kid, like little girl. Do you right. like it? yes or no? Like, right. You yeah. don't send that letter you back, bro. Like 
Yeah, you know, I never even really thought about it like that, bro. Because I definitely, because out of all of those people that would have sent, you know, me letters, I probably actually just like actually, because I committed when I was a sophomore, I probably actually contacted and talked to only the people that actually contacted my phone. Yeah. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Or contacted my coach. So it may be like, 10, 12 schools. Yeah. So, and so <laughs> you know so, what I'm saying? So this is another thing, right? So then they said, all right, cool. We don't know this kid. And then it was like my stats. My stats was average because like we was whooping team, right? So we up 28-0 at halftime. Right. So right. you getting out the game. Bruh, Damn, third, that's you ain't crazy. Third quarter. They my, getting my second, pa- third string in there. Right. <laughs> Y'all was like that? So Damn. it was like, you know what I mean? It, so it was just like, you can't even showcase. I got nine carries, a buckle five, two touchdowns. That's and crazy. that's it. You know that's I mean? crazy. So it's just like all those like factors. So it's just like, so I didn't get it. I had to walk on to Rutgers. So at Damn. that point, like yeah. I'm humble. Like, yep. yo, I just yeah. need my education. Right. I'm gonna be a stockbroker, right? I'm, I'm gonna go to the <laughs> city and trade. So, so so okay, let me let me pause you right there, Gary. So at that point, from from you growing up and you saying, yo, I'm going to the league, then having that realization, like, yo, I know I'm nice, but I don't have a scholarship. Did that rattle you? Did yeah. that be like, damn, hold on, wait, maybe I'm not that nice. Did that kill your confidence? Or was you like... Because Rutgers is in New Jersey, right? Yeah, Rutgers is in New Jersey. So it's you like went up the road kind of like so just yeah, to walk it's on. Like, it's like our, our, our state school. So right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so you definitely shift your perspective. Like, maybe I ain't as nice as I thought. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just like, all right. Mm. So then I was like, so I went to Rutgers and then I had to walk on. So I walked on and did all right. Um, but in college, right... If you're not a scholarship player, they ain't really you ain't looking getting at that you attention. like that. Yeah. You ain't getting that focus. Yeah. yeah. So um, so eventually I start like on scout team. I'm wrecking shot. They're like, yo, who's this kid? Yeah. Like, they're not letting us get plays off. So uh, so that all comes down to. So then it came to a point. My my first year, I couldn't play. I got injured. And okay. Play. My second year, I walked on. So going into my third year now, um, I get a call from my pops. Um, this is in, like right before season's about to start. He like, yo. I'm like, what's up? He was like, hey, the tuition bill came. So I'm like, all right, cool, pay it. Like, he was like, yo, we, we refinanced our house twice. We don't got no more cash. Mm, humble. Like, humble. And he was like, so you got you to gotta come home. Like, we can't afford tuition. So I'm like, man. At this point. And this is this is the first opportunity that you, well, no, you said you got injured your first year. So my, this is my third year, though, but I'm starting, like, I'm starting on special teams. Okay. And I'm a backup. So right. I, t- I tell my coach, he like. What do you mean you don't got a scholarship? You know, on the football team, like a hundred dude. Yeah, he didn't like, even know. Surely you got a scholarship. Like, no hey. way. Him like, nah, bro. So he was like, so I'm gonna talk to the head coach, no promises, right? Because usually walk ons, yeah. that's the thing, that's the hustle. Like you speak yeah. up to the coach, like, yo, I can't pay, I gotta go. I'm like, all right, yeah. bro. So he was like, all right. So the head coach called me to his office and was like, yo, um, the next day he said, Hey, I heard you, you can't pay your tuition. I was like, nah, man, thanks for the opportunity. Like, this is it. And he was like, uh, well, I just want to tell you that I'm going to recruit players that's bigger and better than Gary Brackett. I'm like, damn. Like, out. Damn. Like, like you going to keep me with him down, bro? Damn. Like, but then he was like, hey, but you know what? You're first in every one of my drills. You leave everything you got on the field. And you've been a 3.0 student since you've been here. Priceless. I, I wish I had more Gary Brackett. Priceless. Mm. Right? And he was like, for that, I'm going to give you a scholarship. And they're just like, bruh. So it's damn. crazy. Every time, like, on TV, Bruh. like, I be seeing those ESPN joints where it's like, yo, hey, kid, come up here. Come up here. And then the kid come up here. He all nervous, right? And then he be like, and then his mom come on the phone. I'm like, everything okay? And like, yeah. your coach gave you a scholarship, right? What? Like, I be, getting, I be getting choked up. Like, yeah. Because I remember you. how I feel. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So this, so that. That, so that moment so was this, cool. So this the head coach talking to you. Head coach talking Before you. Be, okay, okay. So so I have I had a, a Honda Excel, right? The old joint hatchback sky <laughs> yeah. blue, right? The joint with 55 and shit comes in the highway. <laughs> One of them type of drinks, right? So um, so I go in the weight room, right? So it was like twice this size, right? It's, it's 120 guys. Yeah. This whole team lived music up. So I go in there with my, my uniform. Everybody thought I was going, right? I was leaving after the, oh, the meeting. Yeah. So my dudes was like, yo, what up? They're like, I'm like, yo, I got scotch. I get to stay. So we dapping up in the corner, right? Yeah. So this dude come, right? Uh, Wesley Robinson, 6'6", six, six, uh, 6% body fat, 240. Mm. Come over like, yo, what's going on? I like, yo, I got like a scholarship, LeBron. bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like LeBron, that's exactly. He was like, scholarship? You should worry about starting. Oh. And I looked at him like. He came at you like that? Damn. Bro, starting? I was like, bro, like, I just had, like, the smallest meal plan possible. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't yeah. eat. Like, right. starting. Shit it on your uh, joy right there. But, but. What position was he? Uh, he, he was a time. defensive end. Okay, you know, okay. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, and, and, and he actually went to the league, uh, played for Kansas City for a year or two. Okay. Um, and I was like linebacker. Like, they knew I was nice. I would make plays. But yeah. it was just like, I wouldn't get enough tick to really yeah. see. Yeah. But it changed my life because that night, like, I stayed up and I was thinking to myself, like, damn, you should be the starter. You should be a starter. I couldn't sleep. I was like, what, I, what would I have to do to be the starter? So I started making this list. All right. I got to start going to bed early. I got to start working out hard. I got to start watching film. Right. And all these things. And then the next day I woke up and I committed to that list, bro. And that was it. Like, I, I, I was just a starter. Uh, last two years, the MVP of the team. See what I'm saying? Hold yeah. on, real quick. Let me, let me, let me actually say unpack something. that. So, yeah, yeah. Some, to yeah. our listeners, because notice a trend here, like from the people that we have on here, the successful people that we have on here, man. Everybody ends up saying, "Man, you know what? I sat down and I made that list. I grabbed that right. whiteboard. I grabbed gra- that notepad." Last week, Ronnie, dude, Ronnie, he he said I went to Dollar Tree and bought with the with the hundred dollars that I made. My brother gave me for cleaning up my room. For cleaning up his room, he couldn't right. believe it after losing a million dollars yeah. that he paid him a hundred bucks to clean his room. He said, "Man, he went down there to Dollar Tree, grabbed a little whiteboard, came back and just started writing." Because a lot of people say that, bro, like putting it in front of you, looking at it—that's something that I did. That's something me and you did before we ever bought all these rental properties and stuff. Do you remember that? Yes, sir. <laughs> I had it behind my desk and all yes, that. Sir. Like, seriously, though. Yes, sir. That That's that's something that we, I'm consistently hearing from successful people. You got to get it in front of you. You got to be looking at it and you got to commit to it. But how are you going to commit to something that's just in your head the whole time? You know what I'm saying? Put it in front of you. See it every day. Look at it and then go get it. It's that simple. Start making those little strides towards those goals to yep. go get it. I just had to say that just because I'm, no, I am mean no, to interrupt. No, no. So it's a thing. It's a stat, right? 84% of people don't write down their goals. 13% think about them, but don't write them down. Mm. Only 4% of people actually write down their goals. Wow. And have goals in this. Wow. Out of those people, those 4%, they're three times more successful than everyone else. Just from writing their goals. <laughs> Y'all heard hey, it. Bro, Y'all heard it right it, here at first. No, it, seriously. That, that, that's stats. the first time I you learn something new every day. That's the first time I ever heard that. And it's something I just hear from successful people over and over and All over the time. again. But but, like, but here's the thing though, right? If you're going on a trip, right? Mm-hmm. What what are you gonna put into your phone? A GPS. And with that map, what can you then? You can then reverse engineer your the, the best the route. Yep. How long is it going to take? Absolutely. Do I want to stop on the way? Grab some feel knees, me? Pick up my daughter. Uh, imagine now. Stop I ain't going to use no map. I'm just going to go west. They said it's west. I'm just going to drive that way. How does that make any type of sense? You might end up in Cali, Arizona. <laughs> right? Texas, even. <laughs> you go hey. too far. Oh, oh, Oklahoma City. Exactly. Bro, I, I've been on trips before. I, I missed something. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I, the, map, the map quest went off or whatever. I, come, yeah. I keep saying map quest, but Google Maps went yeah. off. You listen to music. You best around yeah. most of long term. You sixty miles, so your next exit. That's Naptown for you. All, all the Naptown people Miss know that, that Post Road, that Post Road exit. Oh, you going man. to Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> but nah, that's dope, man. So, so basically, after that, things just start to completely take off college wise. Yeah, and then you don't get drafted, right? But my mind at that point, like I'm, I know I got what it takes, right? Because okay. because of your journey from the. It kind of gave you confidence because you know you didn't have the normal, typical scholarship, exactly. freshman year, sophomore year. You didn't even have those to really showcase your talent. And you used to people not giving you love and not seeing you. So it took you a while to even get that, you know what I'm saying, to get that time. And then once you got the time, you probably got where maybe fill me in on the gap. Did yeah. you get uh, different looks at that point? No, no, no. So it was, just, uh, it was a, a combine at our school. Okay. I did well. Um, the draft came and left. I didn't get picked up. Uh, the Indianapolis coach called me, um, like the seventh round. Like, yo, if you don't get picked up, we want to we want to sign you a free agent contract. So they signed me like a week or two later. It was mini camp, and that was it. Yo, that's wild. Wow. And so, then you went in there and and really, really took it. So like, what, you still you still it took a, it still was a couple years from that though to so kind of so, build up so, with so, that, right? so this this is what happened, right? So I got there. And I was fourth round, right? And the problem with fourth round in the league ain't no fourth round. Yeah. Right? So it was like, I'm about to right. get out of here. So again, another, another opportunity, right? It was, a, yeah. it was a kickoff team. It was on kickoff return team. Uh, somebody was like, yo, I don't, don't want to run down there, right? So I'm like, all right, bet I run. So I ran down there and made a couple plays. Next thing you know, I'm on a kickoff team. And I'm saying, m- making plays balling. So special teams is like how I made it right. into the league. So it was just like, 
So from then it just like yeah, I didn't even know you was on special. I never knew that either. I should have been. No lie, I should have went to the Pro Bowl on special teams. Yeah, bro, yeah, my, hero. bro. My second year, I had like thirty-five tackles. On Damn, teams. what? Oh, that's crazy. So I was like second, third. Yeah, that's league, crazy. Bro. What? Like, so all the big dogs on, on, yeah. on it, like, like on special teams. Yeah, the coach would be like, "Yo, Gary, that's your matchup this week. Now, let's get it." First yeah, couple yo, that's years, that's, yeah. I didn't, I didn't so my first, I, didn't, I, I honestly, I've only known you as a lot. Because yeah. what I know, is, <laughs> me and my pops, we would sit down on Sunday. He'd cut that TV on after he go to church, or if he didn't go to church, didn't matter. He cutting that TV on at one o'clock <laughs> or four thirty or eight, whatever time they came on. It was Bob Sanders. It was Gary Brackett. <laughs> it was no. the white Frank. Lord, yeah. damn, I forgot they had yeah, all of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that yeah. was his. Mathis, Kato June. Mathis, Kato nah, June. Yeah, we that had was, Hey, y'all, he, hey, well, y'all, y'all had it, y'all had it, man. Y'all had a squad. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Y'all just had that. Yeah, I remember that time, like, for me, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, too. just coming up, like, yeah. used to watch the games and stuff with him, you know what I'm saying? And, and just recently, uh, you know, a few months ago, my my pop just passed or whatever. But oh, like, man, that's sorry, a fine, man. that's a fine memory. Like, we'd be there on tips. He had that boy up. We had that big tube TV. You know what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, 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 Sitting yeah, in the yeah. living room. I'm on the floor. He on the couch. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? My mama whipping up some food or whatever. And we we definitely had y'all on there, man, for sure, man. I was. That, that was I a feel like time. those was one of those things where people, <laughs> where people always say you had to be there. You oh, know what I'm saying? Like, I even think, if you had to be in the city and live in the city at the time. And, but it's boy. crazy. I, I think the city really took it for granted, right? Because it's yeah, like, I yeah. think they, I, they, they did. did. They we did. were so it good was, for was, so long. Yeah. For sure, man. It was, it was like, a, yo, they going to win 12, 14 games. Exactly. Like, yeah, we knew that that was coming. For yeah. sure. You know? It was an expectation almost. It was like, and I hate when that happens. And obviously, I was, you know, a youngster at the time and stuff like that, too. But like. That it becomes an expectation, and then it's just like, all right, the bar is set so high. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, they, they don't realize how hard it is to win in the league, bro. Yeah. Right, right. And, and then to have a dynasty, like to have like like our team has the most wins of any and, other team, any like on a decade. Yeah, yeah, I've the seen most that. wins in a I've decade. Seen that. That's why I've seen that. I didn't. Know I've that. seen that. And too, y'all got like, I mean. Gary, Gary, talk to me about that jury, though. You know what I'm saying? At least oh, that yeah. that time. You know what I'm saying? Like how. Cause I, me being a youngster and stuff like that, I mean, even going downtown, I was like, yo, this is different. Yeah. yeah. They putting zip lines up. Yeah. They doing stuff they ain't never seen before. I ain't seen this during the Black Expo. No, no, no. Super Bowl got different. Super Bowl did. Yeah. Super Bowl way different type of money. But that's the youngster, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Making those connections in my head, man. Like, but, but you, as far as being in that time, like, how, what, was it different than other years or was it, did it still feel like a blur? You know what I'm saying? Or so the Super Bowl run, man. It was um, it was kind of like '05 was probably our best team, and we lost to Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, yeah. you know yep. what I'm saying? Big BN, yeah. Um, so uh, so then that next year, it was just like, yo, this is it. So then we get into like December, and we start staking it up, right? So mm-hmm. it was just like, yo, can we pull it off? Mm-hmm. And then Coach Dungey, and this is like another bar. He had this thing. It was called addition by subtraction. Explain that. So, so many times in life, we think in order to get to our desired destination, we got to do more. Right. But in fact, we got to actually do less. For sure. Explain. And do more of what we're good at. Ah. So, okay. so on defense, you have eight, ten coverages that you could call in a game. Okay. But three of them, you're really good at. Right. 80-20 rule almost. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so oftentimes you were like, yo, we want to trick them. Yeah. We want to catch them off guard. Right. And it was like, bro, like every great player, they got a signature move. And yeah. the reason it's called a signature move because it's unstoppable. Right. And that's the thing that they do all the time. Yeah. That's what you know. So it's yeah. like, so Coach Judge like, we going to play cover two. <laughs> and we going to line up and we going to do They're going to know where we're going to be at. They're going to know where we're going to drop. We're going to play our game. And, and, and they're going to have to beat us at our So game. we just really simplified what we did, right? And in business, same thing, right? We really hone in, like, what it is that you do. And then we just took off. And then it's just like, and the thing would be crazy. Like, I know what y'all going to do, like, but you can't stop it. Right, right. Yo, 
That, and, and 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 I've been on teams that have been like like I I've won some stuff too. Not no Super Bowl though. I mean, let me go ahead and put that disclaimer <laughs> out there. But no, but I've been on teams too. Like it's a, a team is a team. A yeah. good team is a good team. A great team is a great team. Like we just saw Ben Davis win state undefeated and stuff like that. Like when it's all said and done, like it's a goal that y'all all on. And once you find out what y'all do really good, like the preparation is better, right? Because like he said, it's like they prepping on the same thing. Every practice Doubling and every game, double right. it down. And it's like, y'all can't stop us at this. So why are we doing something else? And the thing, too, <laughs> I bet I bet it even felt practice even felt better or like, um, yeah, you, you like when you doing the things that you like to do all the time or you running the plays that you like to run mm-hmm. or you 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 in the coverages that fit y'all squad like that. Practice is probably even better. Like, for example, it's things in business that you don't like to do. Right. Right. right? Yeah. But if I can take some of that stuff off my plate and double down on the things that I know that I'm good at, the things that I know I like to do, I'm going to enjoy my day even better. Yep. Even right. more. 100%. Because I'm doing, I'm in my, I'm in my bag. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm That's in my, exactly I'm in my what moment. it is. That's you know exactly what, what it is. You in your bag. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, if you try to get Omari to, to follow some systems, boy, you might as well. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a visionary. <laughs> no, right. what's crazy is we got like we, me and him have like both the, almost the same exact behavior type. So like that, like um, our assessments that we did. I mean, the mugs was literally like on the graph, oh, damn near almost the exact I, I same. What is it? You did a disc? Um, no, we didn't do a disc. We, we, we did, did a uh, um, what is it called? Uh, it's a. Uh, it was through uh, sharper. Was it sharper. Have yeah. you heard of them? Mm-hmm. So they uh part. they had a uh, like uh Northwest Indiana and stuff like that, but it's called a um what is that called? It's, it's gonna it's, come it's, to it's similar to a disc assessment. It's a, it's a something uh test. Yeah. It's similar to disc, but it's it's called something else. Basically, what they do instead of a disc, like you know, it's like they give you the, these different questions to see how you would interact and all that stuff. This test is like two minutes, wow. but yeah. you just choose different adjectives yeah. and different like yep. um verbs and um it's 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 kind of like random you right. know it's not like and it's two sections remember it's one section is how do i see myself the next section is how, how do, do i feel that others see, see me that was three and then the other one is how do how do i um how, why, how do i feel like um that um i'm expected to act but then how do i act Mm. that's what the two the last two is and it's like man it's crazy what come out of that and it gives you like oh you're a maverick or you're a uh, a captain or and it's it's actually super duper dope though it's dope the yeah, way our executive they, assistant she was right on yeah. super spot on just help you understand like the personalities even yeah, yeah. more in depth now, like you, if y'all want to keep her that if you hiring yeah yeah 100 percent right. But it was good for us to kind of see that too, because we like okay, in our positions in the business, like right. right now, we might have to do this, but we know that we can't do this long term, and that was a big thing. Like it was like we're gonna have to hire somebody to come in and do this at some point, because there's no way that you're gonna do it for one year straight, or I'm gonna do it for one year straight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we might that might be the end of it, one year, and that's yeah, it. Exactly. You know, so that definitely helped us out. But tell me this, man. We, I know you you had a. a a good Super Bowl run. I kind of still want to talk about that championship talk. That's yeah, what I'm about such... to talk about. Actually, okay, go so um, <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't want to move on from that. Yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Um, but I just want to know, kind of, what was your, you know, take on or your relationship? I'm not sure if you were super close with Tony Dungy, but like I, I hear a lot of people say he was like a father figure type of individual to them what was your take on tony dungy and did you have a a a big relationship with him yeah i did i mean i was a captain for six years right yeah so So i I mean (laughs) a lot of meetings right closed door right you know what i'm saying so okay uh, so we had a lot of conversation and i was running his defense Mm -hmm. so cover two was kind of like his thing his baby right right? so every time you see us come to the sideline it'd be the defensive coordinator me and coach dungy right so we had some very intimate conversations just on on his philosophy on how he wanted to attack different opponents, right? Okay. And I think um, you know, a lot of it you know, was very successful in his approach sure. and running out there. Um, he was super consistent. Okay. Like, I know exactly what I was going to get. Mm. And I think, you know, uh, so oftentimes we don't think something works or it doesn't work like fast enough. Yeah. We want to automatically like throw it out and switch. Right, right, yeah. And he was like, nah, it works. <laughs> just gotta keep working exactly and that's i think dope. that's what it just like the, some of those lessons are just like like so so great right for and, sure um, just in, in in football but also in life right um, right because so many times right something doesn't work we like this is our problem sometimes entrepreneurs we 
bury a seed and we expect it to bear fruit immediately. Right. Then when it doesn't, we pick that seed up, we go somewhere else and plant it there. And then it don't work. But you know, meanwhile, yeah, the I got one dude planted meanwhile, the dude that planted the seed, it just left it alone and watered it. Yeah. It took out the weeds and cultivated it. That thing is booming now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like that <laughs> consistency of like doing those simple things, those simple tasks Every over day. and over again and being disciplined about it, man, it, it just pays huge dividends. It so Gary, let me ask you even uh, another thing with him, Tony, or let me even take Tony out of it because I want to ask you this question kind of just plain. As far as the different teammates that you had on the coast, who, what's some of the, um, like what's some of the biggest lessons you learned from whether it's a player, whether it was Tony, whether it was just that year that you can give to people that they may not actually know, right? right? Like people, like we watch the game and we can, you know what I mean? Look at this and think that and look at that and think this or hear the media right. or hear Stephen A and hear this. Yeah. But it's different when you actually end out it. there. It's different when you yeah. got actual real relationships right. with whoever it is, Edwin James, Peyton Manny, Marvin Harrison. All of these different great people. What's just some of the things that you picked up maybe from that you maybe gave to them, that they gave to you? I'm not sure. But just some things that you that's monumental, I guess I would say, yeah. during kind of like your run. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so one of these – you watched the movie uh, Gladiator? Yeah, of yeah. course. Right? Yeah. So I used to watch them. Of course. In, in every week, right? Word. So there's a bar on, on Gladiator, right? Um, and Cato June, right? He was always like a showman. Mm-hmm. He'd get a pick, he'd do something. He was always yeah. Dead, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm the, I'm the captain, like the leader. I'm like, yo, like, stop. Like, yeah. Bro, like, come. And he like, like, stop being a square. Uh, He's like, like, bro, I'm trying to, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. got spat on. Like, I'm out here looking weak. Right. <laughs> and then uh, he said something to me. I'm like, yo, bro, what you be on? He was like, yo. He was like, win the crowd, win your freedom. Mm. I was like, what? Like, when you cry, when you're freedom. Like, if you start branding yourself, you start making yourself indispensable. Mm-hmm. And, it, like, uh, in business, oftentimes, we, like, let our company be bigger than us. Yeah. And I think, like, now, people want to buy from people that they know, like, and trust. Yeah. In order from that, you got to be a brand. You got to build that out. credibility. We just were talking about that. Before. So it's like, when the yeah. crowd, when you're freedom, like, if you if you have your own crowd that rocks with you, yeah, don't rock with Instagram or Facebook, but you got an email list, you got a platform, you got a community, you got all these type of things, bro, you, that's your crowd now. Yeah. 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 That's, it don't, that's it your don't, freedom. It don't matter. It don't your matter what, what, what product, what service you put in there, they're going to support that because it's you. Absolutely. They bought into. Absolutely. So, so in, in football terms, like, yo, you win the crowd, you like them, like, the front office is going to make a decision to pay a dude based on, like, his likability. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, this dude leave, like, this, like, like, Baltimore in trouble. Right. Lamar Jackson leave, right? The core of your did. team. You know what I'm saying? It's now gone. So, it's like, so, so that's like any position that you're in, bro, you got to make yourself indispensable. Yeah, 100%. And you got to do that by standing out. Not just like me too, like being selfish, yeah. but inside of the team, be yeah. so great at your role yep. that they're like, damn, we can't we can't miss it. Yeah. All right. He, yeah. He's him. Even even if you are Patrick Beverly. That's all I'm about to say. Bro, even if you are Draymond Green, you know what I'm saying? You carve out that space yep. on that team. And if, you, if you're not there... That 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 place is missed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like, dang. Well, when um the Cavs came back from that deficit against the Golden State Warriors, yeah. mm-hmm. so Tristan Thomas was balling. Yeah, he was right. Tristan Thompson, Thompson, right. Yeah. So he had like double doubles, like, right? Three games in a row. So the announcers was like, "Yo, he arguably be like the MVP." Right. And Tristan just like, you know what I mean? He, yeah. He, he with the Kardashians, he cool, right? right. So, exactly. Chill. Having babies, doing it. <laughs> yeah. Off, yeah. So, Lay back. But, <laughs> after the game, the reporter was like, "Yo, like, how do you feel? Like, LeBron's getting all the credit, and and Kyrie, like, how do you feel about you not getting? It? He's like, bro, I just I gotta be a star in my own role. Yeah. That's some real shit. That's a hundred. It is though. It is. Bro, though. you gotta be a star in your role. Like, so stop counting other uh, somebody else's pockets. Stop, stop worrying about what they doing or what they like. Stop. Bro, are you a star in your role? My yeah. coach used to say that too, man. Like all the way down. I mean, he would say all the way from the best player on the team, all the way down to the coaches, all the way down to the managers, the janitors. Everybody's got to do their job. You got a role. Everybody got a role. You know what I'm saying? So if the managers want to screw off today, all right, we get on the plane now. Our jerseys ain't there. Now we gotta figure out the jerseys. You know what I'm saying? He would yeah. go through that, but you're right though. You gotta you gotta play your role and you gotta play it good. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta stand out. 
And that's not saying that you got to be talking about it to stand out. Right. Fucking do it. A lot of people like to talk about it, like do it. Yeah. Show people that you can do what you say that you can do. No. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Now, um, just because we are creeping up on time, what, as far as like, once you was, you know, done playing, because you played nine seasons. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know them knees probably. Now, nah, my uh, knees cool, my they are. Though, okay. shoulders. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a race man. <laughs> uh, but nah, um, what was you your- still get down there? Oh, what? Oh, he's talking about some what? Hey, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm not a believer. Hey, boys are bad, man. I, I tell people I got one hit left in my body. Ooh. It's for my daughter's first boyfriend. Oh. I, I figured the word's going to travel. You know Y'all better saying? stay away from hey. me bragging, man. Hey, man. That's, 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 that's Y'all what they want to say. They don't want to say. Hey, that's hilarious. But. What I was gonna get to is like, what was your interest? Because I know now, like entrepreneurial wise, right. man, you, I mean, you got so much stuff going on. You had so much stuff going on. I know you had your ups and your downs. Mm-hmm. What was your introduction into business? And kind of, kind of go through that and kind of let people know, know your experience in the business and the entrepreneurial state. Yeah, I think um, after I left the game, went back to school, got my MBA from George Washington. Okay, I didn't right. Know. So um, invested in a bunch of different opportunities. Was involved in real estate, buying and flipping. Okay, um, had rental properties. Uh, so I, I got to the restaurant game, and the restaurant game, like when it works, it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So when I I put up like I don't know 150 in my first deal, um, we took a a a, a, a place, remodeled it, and we made like 250, 300 the first year. So I got my money back. Mm-hmm. So okay. second year, I did it again, another restaurant. Now, is these franchises or are these? Nah, these are stacked pickles. Okay. These are oh, stacked pickles. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so then the second one did even better. Is that mm-hmm. the one down? Is that the one? No, so one was in Michigan Road. One is down in Greenwood. Okay. So the, I think the yeah. entrepreneur's curse is that like, yo, if two is great, then 15 must be fantastic. Right. right. So then you went crazy. So I brought them out. <laughs> we had six, right? And I built it to 10. So while building it to 10, I got certified as a certified franchise expert. Mm. So I realized how to put systems together, right? There's a reason why you go everywhere you go, you see the same chain restaurants there. Mm-hmm. You see the right. same chain store, Target, you go to see a Walmart, McDonald's, you go to see the same because they got SOPs. Them SO, I was just, you know what I'm SOPs. Saying? So just like, so that's what we Style did. So that, that's how we were able to grow. You know what I'm saying? So we got to a place where we had 10 stores, uh, we had seven signed franchisees. Okay. So my goal was to get to 10 and then franchise. Okay. Right? Now, thinking back, I, I shouldn't have went to 10. I should have doubled down on some of the stores that I already had. Okay. You know what, what I'm saying? What you mean? By like the customer experience no, or No, food? so like, uh, renovations. Mm, okay. So, made those so the, the, the goal, like when you have stores, is like you're always going to have competition come on. And it's going to be like the new kid on the block. Mm-hmm. Right? They nicer, bigger TVs, whatever. True. And you just sitting there, you eating. Right, so I didn't, I didn't reinvest quick enough in those stores. In my mind, I'm like, yo, I'm good there. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna get another street because they're already making money. You know what I'm saying? So I should have reinvested there. So, but when it's all said and done, obviously, 2020 came. They're just like, bro, I got a sports bar, ain't mm-hmm. no sports on TV. Mm-hmm. Right, and can't nobody go outside. Period. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And DoorDash, Damn. the only thing we could do, they take 30 percent of your gross profit. <laughs> so I'm bleeding money. Yeah. And then my, my investment is how it is. Like, you got investment, they lock down. You can't pull them out. Yeah. So I got 400 employees. I got payroll due in seven, like, you know what I'm saying? So I couldn't get my cash quick enough to pay people to stay on. Right. So, so you had to start letting people go. So, no, I just made a decision to just to shut it down. Because, mm. because at that point, I didn't see a way out. Right, right. You know what Look. I'm saying? Like, with all the bills that was mounting on, everything else was going on, we just came out of winter, which is the worst time to be in the restaurant yeah, industry. Yeah. People don't leave the house. March Madness got canceled, which we make Boy. Like 20, 30 percent of our money for the year, March Madness. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yo, it's just this is not sustainable. Yeah. All right. So let me ask you though, like with scaling it and and having as many employees and systems and franchises and, and duplicating, did you have this financial literacy when you was with the Colts? Did like who who kind of guided you with this? Or you just you know what I'm saying? You just like, hey, I'm a hustler. I'm going to figure all this out. Like, who helped you hire? Who helped you kind of, 
Yeah, I've always get, had get all of these and people okay. that I talk to. But I, um, my degree was in business economics. Okay. Workers. And then I got an MBA from George Washington. So I've always been like a reader. I always been right. like in the books. You know what I'm saying? So I'm very yeah. like, I, I understand numbers. I understand math. You, you educate yourself. Yeah, yeah, some exactly. self-education. So, so I understand like the system scale. And then I, I, I'll join some really powerful groups that had like a board of advisors and stuff like that. So who, who are those that kind of helped you kind of, you know, gave you that extra push and made sure that you could yeah, so you know, do what a, you needed to do. There's an um, organization in town called YPO, Young President Organization. Mm, in, okay. order, in order to join it, you got to have a certain amount of revenue, a certain amount of um, employee count to even be, like, uh, accepted. Gary, what's that? Uh, do you remember? Or roughly? No, nah, I think it was, like, at the time, like, 12 mil and 50 employees. Okay. Mm. To even, but, to but, even mm. be accepted. Right. Cool. But the people that's on the board got their their company's doing fifty, a hundred, exactly. Like, so yeah. I mean, it's a great organization. Yeah, like, and we would we would meet once a month, like with like you know, say five or six dudes who all ran companies, and we would just all brainstorm. So it was right. like your own individual board of advisors, low mastermind. Yeah, yeah, and they would it was so instrumental, and it was all different industries. Mm. But again, in my mind, businesses are eighty percent the same and twenty percent different. Yeah, you talked to me about that earlier. So some of the challenges that they face in their business, you could solve it the same way in yours. Exactly. Exactly. It's kind of like sports. Like if you get your whatever footwork down, it might be able to transfer yeah. in basketball, football. Right. Exactly. But if exactly. you get your stuff nice in soccer, for example, right. it might be able to help you translate. So. And like he said earlier, I think something that you pointed out earlier um, before we started the podcast was just about like it just it's, it, it's all the same. But it's like, OK, what language do y'all speak in real estate right. doing this? And what language do you speak in the restaurant business doing this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the. That's the thing to carry over too. That's that's super dope, man. So so after that, like now you got you know all this shit on your back. You got people talking shit. I'm right. sure you got people talking down on you. You know what I'm saying? What was next for you? You know, a- after shutting down shop and kind of yeah. like, well, what was next for you? So next, and I think we talk about this enough in our community, right? Uh-huh. It's like, yo, I really had to spend time myself and like heal because uh-huh. along with. You know what I'm saying? The bankruptcy, like shutting everything down. I got divorced at the same time. Mm, okay. So you know what I'm saying? So it do was you feel like that had uh, the played fi- a part in that? Yeah, the financial pressure did, but I mean, we just grew apart. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. For sure. And I, and I look at it like, yo, it was like uh, like Kobe and Shaq, like two great individuals. Yeah, like, right. But eventually, you just like, yo, yeah. who's gonna be the star? Like exactly. You know so yeah. it just so, <laughs> so um, it is what it is. But but I think what what more I think was present for me. Was this role in my head that I thought I had to play? Okay. And it was really like, yo, I'm exhausted of playing this fucking role. Mm. Yeah. Of you being the one for your family, reaching back. But, but even in the community, don't, yeah. doing stuff yes, for the, yeah. you gotta do this for free. You yeah. gotta come here. You gotta come Show there. up here. Can you, you speak? Get, you birthday parties, kissing babies. So it, it just it just was exhausting, bro. And and I just really and my mom will always tell me something when when I was just became a captain. Um, on my my team in college, she was like, "Yo, uh, I was I, I didn't think I, I was fit," and she was like, "Baby, I'm a." She was the ordained reverend, so she was like, "I'm gonna take a page out of my Bible. It's like the the greatest among us will serve, right? Jesus mm. served. He washed people's feet. Yeah, right? and that was so true. But then when you, but then I realized though, but you can't pour from an empty cup. So, so then I, I did my, my own like value systems, and I was like, "Yo." You got to have fulfillment first, then serve. So I really had to search and see, like, what fulfills me? Right. What fills my cup that allows me then to over, like, to pour over into other people's? Because I know the source that I can constantly go to to get refill. To get, to get the refill. That's a Damn, there you go. Hey. Preaching, boy. Man, Bro. seriously, though, like, that, that's that's something for our listeners to really that's real. dig into because you – Anybody that gets up to that success level, again, that's another constant that you hear on this podcast from bringing different people along is you start to you start to get this role. Like, we ain't making millions out here, but we got a role right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I get tired up in it a lot. You know what I'm saying? Or shit, I had a bad month. We had some terrible months in a row. And I'm like, damn, I'm still trying to. Hey, you need, yep, I, I need $100. I need $50. I need this. I need, you know what I'm, you still feel like, hey, I got to still gotta do that. It, yeah. I got to still do this. You know what I'm saying? And like mm-hmm. people that once you, once you, he's talking about stuff kind of even once you're in that position to give, to to serve, to be that guy is start to make sure that you still sticking to your values and getting from, from what, you know, what, what fills you up. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're able to keep going back to that source, man. 
right? For real. Because uh, your, your health. Your health. Your spirituality. And, and this is the thing that, right? Like your, your title, uh, your relationship, your bank account, none of that should define you. Exactly. You feel me? So like I walk in a room and people talk shit, but I'm like, one, you can't whoop me. <laughs> right? <laughs> one. Two, you ain't smarter than me. Three, like, bro, I'm going to get it all back tenfold. Like, I know the game. Yeah. I'm, if I built, if I did this, I'm going to, come on. So in my mind, I didn't lose millions of dollars. I got millions of dollars with the education. Exactly. Right. You know how many bankers Ooh. I sat down with? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can yeah, you say that one bro. more time? Wait a minute. Say bro. that again. That's a bar. Right? I didn't lose millions of dollars. I got millions of dollars with the education. Million dollars. Hey, you know how many millions I was in? Million bro? dollars worth of game. Seriously. You, you know how many franchise, like, like, like franchise or summits like I was in, and, and they plant their like their whole how they gonna get to a thousand units. Yeah. How they gonna scale? Like how they gonna how they gonna go overseas? Like I had deals I was working on in Germany and Australia. That's crazy. So Gary, before before like you know, with the restaurants and and um all the different real estate and all that stuff, like for the people out there, because we got a part, and you can you can say what you want to say, yeah, yeah. but I'm the person that I always got to ask. <laughs> yeah, people, it's kind of like um, I heard uh, one of our guys that we watch where he um, he educated about real estate and all that stuff a lot, and uh, on some of his episodes he wear like all these chains, you know what I'm saying? And on he's like, see when I when I wear all of this, now you'll listen to me, right? But if I come in here to our culture. Not to theirs, yeah. but to our culture. Now it's like, okay, whatever you say, cool. I'm about to take action and do it. Right. Because I seen, I heard something that was like, wow, how'd you get there? It's something visually or monetarily, uh, a number that's put on there. So you know, I'm saying all that to say is when your restaurants, when you was up, when you was doing, when you had 10 different locations, like the amount of revenue that you were doing, what was that? Oh, the number? Um, I think the highest number we did was like 16. Million, yeah, sixty in a, in, a, in a year, in a year, like combined all the restaurant. Let me hold some. Nah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, I was that, that's right, that's right, for sure. I know, right? And then for sure, like, you make anywhere from shit. Some of them make zero percent, right? But some yeah. of them, a healthy one will make twenty percent. Okay, right? and the average rate was probably like eight percent. Okay, right. But here's the thing, though, right? Like you got to understand like leverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and what I mean by that, like, you take out loans to grow these stores. Yeah. Exactly. And if I would rather, like, have a small business with, like, no loans. Yeah. And make that income versus having this large business. And it's over your head. No over my head. Yeah. It's that overhead. For sure. And and you might even be making less money, too. That's what people don't even, it, you, yeah. don't even yes. see that. So, and you stretch you know yourself so thin to do it sometimes. So, so now I coach business and business owners, right? And it's this thing, like, you don't want to be a mid-sized business. Right. You either got to go big or you got to stay, stay lean. Yep. Yep. Right? Yep. But in the middle, right, it sucks. Right? So you, you so your goal strategically, like, if you're going to go big, bro, you got to have that plan. Write it down. Yeah. And how you going to get there. Yeah, you, you, you're probably going to have to, like, accept some capital, put some deal structures in place. But you got to plan that, to grow through that because then it's like economies of scale. Right. Yep. So, but these same, these same five people can do a million or they can do five million. At five, I mean, we're a hell of a lot more profitable. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm just like well, that's kind of like the what? same thing, like, in our business, just yeah. so, y'all, so y'all out there can uh, can listen to this and, and, and take note to this, too. Like, within the wholesaling business, really, like, in particular, like, those companies that's doing, like, 500000 all the way up to, like, $3 million are, like, kind of considered small. It's companies out here doing, like, Six million, seven million, ten, ten million, ten. but they literally are still making and bringing home the, the same, same thing that you bring at home well, at yeah, five hundred so thousand at, at a, a million, one point five. Yeah, so 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 don't fall for that. Like one of our mentors, man. Again, I'm gonna shout him out again. We shout him out all the time. Brent Daniels. He told us this a long time ago. Stay lean, stay lean. Get more lean, and. You can be, you know, you go, you're going to see more of your money and the stress overhead is just going to be so much less. And then go and do other, other go, things. Go and put it in other stuff. Exactly. Just create a, he, he call it a, create an ATM. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Create an ATM business yeah. that yeah. print out cash for you every month. And you can take that and whatever, if you want to stay in real estate and do Airbnbs or do your flips or do whatever else you want to do, then you do it. But at least you lean and you got this thing that's up and running to give you capital to go and go towards the next venture. You exactly. know what I'm saying? If that's so what you want to do. My coach broke it down to me like this and he says it all the time. It's so true. It's like, yo, I want what it feels like, not what it looks like. 
Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Like the goals that Seriously. happen, it feels like. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. The and peace, speak, the freedom, right? That's nasty. Speaking of that, speaking of the coaching stuff, and just so we can kind of segue a little bit, t- tell us about like you know what you into now and where that's going. Yeah, um, just just so that people can know, and just so shoot because we need we need to tap in. By the way, yeah, yeah. So absolutely. Uh, so speaking, <laughs> um, and coaching, right? So I coach business owners. Um, it's called Champ CEO, the system, the framework, and I help them do three things: build your foundation on the first phase. Uh, second phase is establish your KPIs. And then the fr- third phase is driving sales. Mm, okay. So the interesting part on the second phase, when you're establishing KPIs, you're looking at your product. Yeah. And I like to look at products at scale. Yeah. And what's hot now, what scale what we're talking about was coaching. Exactly. And membership sites. Yeah. So now, in addition to that, when people are in the program, then we typically start like a, coach, a culture program. Okay. Right. Because then it's like, yo, we all got this expertise. We all got this knowledge. And for now, for me, like the game isn't to be told, it's to be sold. Yeah. So now you package it and you position it in a way that then you can help others. And give them value, and then you can charge. You know what I'm saying? What you're worth, and yeah. then you can start recurring revenue where people are tapping in, learning from what you did, learning from your, mis- bro. You know how many how many lessons I've learned in my life? Yeah, that I can share with you. Absolutely, for a price. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's just like so. So that's what it is now. And the thing is, if you look at all these wealthy people, they got coaches. Yeah, all of them. All of them. You know what I'm saying? And it's like 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 coaches in life is a cheat code. Yeah, yeah, that's the only shortcut it is, for yeah. sure. Is that yeah. exactly? Yeah. So even with that, like people got to think out there too, man. Y'all got to y'all got to really think about this. If y'all if y'all on the verge of like coaching or not coaching, and you know throwing something out there to you know at least teach people get paid for it, man, just do it because it's not even about getting paid. It's about the reception that you get back from people that you didn't talk. And also, shoot, some of our biggest deal, most of our bigger deals, 25,000, 50,000, those type of deals were referral deals from people in our mentorship or people that just seen us just consistently posting content and stuff like that. He said that a while back. Brand Daniel said it a while back. I'm a believer now. <laughs> My dog. Yeah, My but dog. but um Gary, hey, it's super dope, you know, to hear that too, man. And we we we're going to tap in. Man, this you. could this could be like a part two, man. I still exactly. got so many questions, man. Exactly. Like the interview went so quick. Like, man. We couldn't, even, we yeah. couldn't even touch on the, the Colts and the in the, the Saints. We oh, couldn't man. touch on oh, it. Man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. We might have, we gonna have to we have to bring you back down. Let's bring you back <laughs> over too, man. Let's do it, let's do it for sure. When, whenever we, you know, get get it get it really cracking. But we just wanna we normally go into what we call Overtime. Overtime, okay. overtime, man. Oh, dang. I'm in the game, I'm in the game. Okay. But no, nah, overtime, man, this time we're we going to keep it, you know, short and stuff like that. I What I really wanted to, I don't know if you had some, but what I really wanted to jump into was kind of like, where do you see the sport of football going today? Because, like, I feel like a lot of parents, a lot of people now are looking at it like, man, they scared for their kids to even go and play football. Um, where do you see the sport as it is now? Where do you see it going in, in the near future? I know it's starting, like some people, other, on the flip side of it, some people are like, man, it's getting too soft. You know what I'm saying? Like, so where do you see it kind of today and where do you see, where do you feel like it's going? Uh, as long as there's going to be haves and have-nots, the game of football will be alive. Mm. So maybe the middle class and the upper class right. won't let their kids play. Right. But down. The like trans babies. <laughs> yeah. They playing football. Most definitely. Helmet on. You know Most definitely. Saying? I agree. I agree. So, and I think, you know, the league has done a great job uh, making it safer, you know, uh, teaching better better ways to, to tackle. Yeah. Um, so, I think the league is going to get bigger and better. I think it, eventually they're going to branch off and have a team in like London or something like that. Word. Okay. Mm. Do you think it would kind of like evolve from what we know it as today or you think for the most part the rules, the things like that are stay the same? I know that's kind of maybe even a hard question, but yeah. with like that, with, with um, tackling, with um, obviously the situation. Yeah. Uh, with uh, what's his name? That uh, Hamlin. Yeah, Hamlin. Yeah, yeah. That's the last name, yeah. right? Hamlin just happening. Um, do you feel like the league is, has pressure to even try to figure out different ways to? Um, Got to. Yeah, like make it more um safe. Yeah, safe. You know what I'm saying? So like, how, how can and you user really, like, friendly, cause, damn near. Because because like, it's I mean to me, right? As a just a person, a fan that's looking at it, it's like. When you in the game, it's hard. It's it's easy to be like, yo, tackling them like tackle them like this, yeah. right? But when you in the game and you trying to win, yeah, hey bro, yeah. you lunch me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If that's me and that dog is coming out, no, we're competitive. Yeah, y'all just got a touchdown on this, and y'all talking crazy. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, come here. I'm not aware. I'm not even I think it's, about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So, so I think the studies, like they shown, like the biggest collisions and the, the most concussions happen on like the kickoff and kickoff return team. Mm-hmm. Oh, because of that amount of speed that you and I got. Think, yeah. I think that's when the Buffalo. That's I think that's when his injury occurred, right? And I don't think it even was a hit. I think that was just like something freak that just yeah. That was happened. that was a freak. Yeah, freak but thing I think that the, was. the XFL. I think like the guy already has the ball, so I think yeah. That's that's what I think. Yeah. yeah so I think that exchange they'll probably clean up and try to make safer. Mm. Um, but everything else, bro, you like you can't like you can't get too far from. You know what I'm saying exactly. Yeah. It's what not gonna sport? be football. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think. It, I don't think. And from my side of it, just looking from the outside in, it's like. I don't think it's going to be the rules. I think it's going to be more the technology that they can put around these helmets and neck yeah. plates or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? And that stuff makes like sense. that to help. But also, like how you said it, bro, like it's going to be a generation where all they know is that type of tackling. So, like, they don't know about the big hits and the, they know about it, but they're not used to it. Like, the way that we played basketball was totally different than the way my dad and them played basketball. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. they was younger. So, I think the style of the game will change as far. It might look soft. You hear all the old heads say it all yeah, the time. Yeah. NBA soft. soft. Yeah, ooh, ooh, for sure. Ooh. But that's just the way the game is played now because people more athletic. It's different how people get the ball, dribble the ball. Their hops is, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's different. The skill level is definitely still, better than back in the day. Exactly. But you know what I'm saying? It, that's what I'm getting at. But I feel like it'll eventually it'll, it'll eventually change as far as like how they're playing the game. But football is a physical sport, regardless of the fact. It's gonna be some big hits. But what I'm saying is, it's not like everybody is a headhunter. Like probably when you was coming out, everybody was damn near a headhunter. Yeah, they was going to hit. Nah, it, it was <laughs> like, like you come uh, across the middle of that field. Yeah, <laughs> like, for they, sure. Things we did when we played is illegal now. Exactly. Like, like the whole wall. That's what I'm saying. Team with yeah. three dudes holding hands. Yeah, like, yeah. You can't do none of that. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> yeah. But man, hey, man, I, it's, it's, I, we really don't want to get off this this podcast with you. Yeah, I gotta ask so my last question. Go ahead. Man. Go ahead. What, go what ahead. you what you what you bumping, man? Who you listen to as far as mm. like your rotation man. right now, music wise? Who you got? Who you got, you know, so I think, who you thumbing um, through? Uh, so Drake is like my everyday, you know okay. what I'm saying? Like, like cool. Drizzy. Like so you I'm like, saying. so you like the, you like the Drake that's, that's talking crazy or you like the Drake that's looking crazy? <laughs> no, I think, I think the, <laughs> the Marvin's room Drake. Right. No, I think the talking crazy Drake, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's like my really kind of swag, shit. you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. But, and I think in the weight room, I think, uh. I don't really understand him, but that little baby go hard. You know what hey, I, don't, yeah. I don't understand all the bars yeah. you're talking about. Baby go crazy. Yeah. But them, them beats, yeah. and I'm like trying to lift weights. Like, you know what I mean? Definitely. And I just got, I ain't gonna say I just got on baby. Let me not say that for all the, all the comments. Com- no, I was about to get it. I was on baby early. <clears throat> I was on baby before a lot of people actually was. He always said that. Before he was with Drake. But, I mean, before he made the song with Drake. But what I'm saying is, is that, like, during that time, I got real attached to Dirk and listening to his stuff so much that I wasn't even listening to Baby stuff. That's exactly then once, what happened to you. Then, yeah, then once they made that album together, I'm like, wait a minute, Baby is so hard though. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta get back and listen to him. Then I start going back, back and, and listening. Like, I'm like, no, I be bumping that really stuff. Snapping, I be bumping man. that stuff today. You know what I'm saying? Because like it's like newer to me now. Yeah, you know yeah, because I mean? like, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie back. What is what was it two three years ago when they was like, hey man, Baby the new Wayne and all of that? I'm like, time out, yeah, time out, yeah. You're going too far. Yeah. You're overdoing it. Yeah. Now, do I still think that they're overdoing it? Yeah. yeah. But as time has progressed, I can see what people what say. they what yeah. they saying. You know, because he's just getting in better, a, in and, better. He he getting better just, and better. But getting better and better. He's smart. He evolving. Yeah. If you listen to him, he's like a smart dude. Though. Yeah. yeah that's he what I'm he saying. He evolving. And so was Wayne. Too, but when you know Wayne first came out, it was wobbly, 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 dropping like it's hot. But then next day, you know, he was. Nah. Birdman Jr. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? All of that. So it, it ended up turning into something different. No ceilings. Right. He just kept growing. You just like, damn, we just getting harder and harder and harder. Right. And I think that's how I've been with Lil Baby. I, I can see the comparison. So for I sure. could, yeah, I can kind of see that now. You know what I'm saying? It's harder yeah. to run if he keep, you know, stay focused. Yeah. You know what I mean? Keep keep doing what he's he doing. Have he to definitely on. Because he can rap about other stuff. You know, it's a lot of rappers out here that yeah, like, he, once he they can. You, you rap about the same thing. Only a certain Jeezy yeah. the only one that can really rap. <laughs> <laughs> but Jeezy nah. rapping about a lot of other stuff now. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, seriously, for but sure. Yeah. Nah, man. But That's nah, man. Shoot, Big Gary. You know what I'm saying? Big, G, <laughs> Big, Big Gary. Big Brady, I appreciate it, man. Yo, thanks y'all for, y'all for doing sure. this, man. I mean, man, like, absolutely. listen to y'all. What y'all doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We need more of us, right? You know what I mean? For sure. Telling our stories, educating, telling people it was cool to find them. 
and add value to something yeah. right? and, and run it up like in a legal way, right? Absolutely. Yeah. The same skill set you're doing over there. Yeah. So you can bring over here and 100%. You know, so you be uber successful. Man, we appreciate you, man. And we are honored, bro, to have you on the, nah, have you on the podcast. As hey, soon as we asked you, man, you was like, look, man, I mess with what y'all got going on. I'm, I'm, I'm messing with it. So respect, nah. man. Real, real shit. Yeah, um, that's real, man. For y'all out there, y'all already know. Mogul's in the making. Make sure y'all check out the mentorship community. Again, we got more and more people joining every week. We got people doing deals. We got people selling deals. Uh, we're doing deals with people inside of the group. Uh, we do a live Q&A every single Friday. We do a once a month, a walkthrough of a property on a Thursday, and we have an event right after that. Um, am I missing something? Oh, nah, man, you really. The group turned up. up. The group is really turned up, and we and we trying to just continuously add and put more money back into it, and and just we're gonna we gonna have some dope stuff coming up. Um, we and, and once we tap in with with Gary Brackett right here, man, to help us to help us drop some stuff inside of there. I'm telling you right now, we do have our free, we do have a, a, a not free paperwork package inside of there as well <laughs> that we use um, on all of our deals and stuff like that, our construction paperwork, etc. But uh, follow us on Instagram, Legacy underscore T. It's in the it's the it's in the link in bio. Yes, sir. Catch it back. Oh man, and uh, I got one. I know I said I had a last question, for Gary, <laughs> but this is my real real last question, for Gary. Gary, you trying to buy an apartment complex? Hey, <laughs> let's, let's talk offline. <laughs> See what the numbers talking about. Do it, man. Hey, man, sure. field goal. Yes, do it. it. Yes, That's sir. What I heard. Let's nah, get man, it. We're going we to out, the man. chip. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. But yeah, man. Make sure that y'all check us out, man, and just keep, keep. You know what I'm saying? Just finding different people to tap into, man. We appreciate y'all listening to us. But one thing that um I kind of figured out with YouTube University, man, there's so much noise out there. Find your style. Find your thing, and and try not to. It's okay to like, you know, listen to a few different people, but try not to, you know, go around and listen to everybody that's talking about real estate or everybody that's doing X, Y, and Z, because then you you start to get analysis paralysis. You know what I mean? And then you don't make a move, man. Our right. goal, y'all see how we do. We real raw. I couldn't even get my hair braided today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we still here. So like we real raw. We give y'all our real experiences. We do business in real life. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And we and we ain't all the way at the top. Right. But we want to get people that, you know what I'm saying, is miles ahead of us that we can actually learn from. And you know what I'm saying? Grow and stuff like that, too, as well as bring some people that's like in our mentorship and get them game and stuff like that, too. So just continue to do that, man. But we real, we authentic. We hope that y'all continue to rock with us on our journey, man. Episode 15, 16. 16. Now, he don't know. Remember last week he was talking shit that I didn't know. He don't know. But <laughs> nah, we'll get out here. Now, real quick, before we leave, Gary, uh, just drop where they can check out. All of your stuff, your coaching program, everything that you got going yeah, on. Your right book, now, your book too. Here. Throw that in there too. Yeah, no, GaryBracket.com is where all my, you know, uh, events and coaching programs is at. And then I'm Gary Bracket on all the uh, social media. Must platforms. be nice to have your name.com. Hey. All right, man. We out of here, man. Let's get it. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>